It's the geekiest show ever, number 34. My name is Tim Robertson. I'm Chad Perry. And this is the geekiest show ever. Chad, we found some theme music online. Yeah, and I actually like the way it works. Uh, we needed something here on the show. We've, I mean, this is, the, like I said, the 34th episode, and we haven't had any theme music to speak of. Yeah, we haven't been without a theme since, well, the MyMac.com podcast episode five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> We've, uh, you just got to have some kind of production value. Yeah. And, um, I, I like this music. I think it works kind of, it's silly and yet kind of serious. And you said it kind of had a, a Potter theme to it. Yeah. Harry Potter. And I think it works well for us, for yep. the whimsical nature of the randomness of this show. Absolutely. So... One of the problems that we always had with the Geekiest Show ever is we usually wait to the last minute to figure out what our topic is going to be. We did that last time on what it would be like if aliens invaded. Or at least we found light on their planets. Yeah, exactly. Um, And this week is no different. In fact, we're recording now and we still don't know what the heck we're going to talk about. Yeah, but I will say one thing. I have gotten all the way through season one. You did? Of Clone Wars and I'm on to season two and I just finished the episode where they retook Geonosis. So let's talk about a little bit about the uh, the Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars, the Clone mm. Wars television series, not the horrible movie that you don't want to see. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm really to the point now where I almost want to go back and buy the first three movies because I actually do not own those. I have the digitally remastered, yeah. with the new, you know, the, the, the original Star Wars, episode it's, four, five, and six. And see, here's the thing that the Star Wars clone, Star Wars, the Clone Wars TV series feels more like Star Wars to me. It yeah. doesn't feel like, oh, this is just for kiddies because it's not. I mean, some of the themes that they deal with is not for kids, really. Right. Or at least not for young kids. Yeah, and unlike the old G.I. Joe cartoons, they don't bail out at the last minute. (laughs) You always see the parachute poof open and they float down. Um, But this feels more like Star Wars to me than the prequels did. Yeah. I mean, this really feels like Star Wars. It's got the, I don't know, you know, it's none of the original voice actors. Mm -hmm. I thought for sure that the guy who plays the Emperor, I thought that was definitely him and it's not. So I was kind of surprised. But at first I was a little off-put by the voice of Anakin mm-hmm. because it's not it's not what I was used to. Right. But I actually prefer it now over the actor. Uh, what's his name? Hayden Christensen? Yeah, or, I think that's it, yeah. Yeah, I, I prefer the cartoon version of Anakin. Um, he's a badass on the cartoon. Yeah. And on the movies he was always this kind of mewling, whining just shut up, dude. Mm-hmm. You, there's no way you become Darth Vader. No way. Right. But on the cartoon, you can kind of see it. I mean, because he is bad. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, of all the characters, and I'll ask you what what you think, who yours is. I like Kenobi the best. I really do. He there's something he's he's got a little bit of that rascal in him, mm-hmm. where he'll he'll disobey a direct order if he thinks it's for the best. 
but he's still very loyal. He's very commanding. The guy who does his voice does, I think, a, a perfect right. job. Um, I just really like Kenobi on the series. Who who are you liking? Well, you know, I was going to say the same thing. I really do enjoy Obi-Wan's character because you do see, you know, the general Kenobi thing. I mean, do you, you remember the original Star Wars, Episode Four? Princess Leia addresses him as General Kenobi. Right. And, and that now makes, you see why he is. Right. You know? Or when he's talking to Luke and, and Han, and Han's kind of calling it, you know, kooky religion, and he just has this little gleam in his eye. Mm-hmm. You realize now, after watching the Clone Wars TV show, what he went through to yeah. become that old man sitting there talking about your father was a great pilot when I first met him. We fought in the Clone Wars together. It really gives weight to that conversation. Yeah. And if you go back and watch just that one scene of Star Wars, A New Hope, I'll just say Star Wars because yeah. it's always Star it's Wars. Star Wars. Um, it adds more to it. it. That that scene has more depth and more weight than it did mm-hmm. prior to seeing all this. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just fantastic. I'm, I'm totally impressed. Um, what are you not liking about the series? Oh, making you think. Uh, I saw your eyes yeah. go, oh, boy. Because personally for me, I did, the first season, they had some kind of techno-funk music in places that I hated. Yeah. But they completely did away with that in season two. It's all... Yeah, and focused. I will say season one is is much more kind of broader audience. And it looks like in season two, they really kind of narrowed down that our audience is really not yeah. kids anymore. No, and it's it's Star Wars fans. Yeah. It's young and old, and we're not going to pander to the general audience when we know who... Our core audience is. Yeah. And I've listened to interviews, the the guys who do that show, they've been on like the, the Forcenet podcast. Mm-hmm. A good friend of mine's on there sometimes, by the yeah. way. Um, they're fans, first and foremost. I mean, they took the job working on this series, not because it's just a job, because they could have gone to SpongeBob or, you know, right. anything, Adult Swim stuff. Mm-hmm. They wanted to work on Star Wars. They're huge Star Wars fans. Yeah. And I think it really shows there's just a level of respect for the characters. And, and I would say love. You can yeah. really, they really love these characters. Mm-hmm. And not just the good guys, but the bad guys too. Yeah. And it really shows, it really shines through. Um, do you have a favorite episode from season one? Season, I, season one, I am looking back on um, actually the first. Two episodes were pretty good with the the Super Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. Those those were good starter episodes. Because um, that was a bad ship too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I and I'm, I'm I'm trying to pick my brain to go through all that those episodes. I know it's kind of difficult because there's what twenty two twenty two episodes. So that's realistically about fourteen hours, a little less than that because they're only like twenty two minutes each with mm-hmm. commercials. Uh, but for and the actually, sake the of very argument, first episode, I think, was one of my favorites. The, with the one with Yoda, with the Clone Warriors, yeah. that that's the one that you actually watched here. I showed you for the yeah. first time, and that's one of my favorite episodes too because it gives you a, a, a glimpse of the Yoda that we always knew existed. Yep. Um, it took me a little while to get used to the the art style. They're kind of kind of wooden. Yeah, everything looks like they're made out. Of, it's made out of wood. Mm-hmm. But I really, really dig it now. Yeah, it's kind of a, a combination of Japanese anime and American sensibilities, yeah. English or uh, however you Western. want to put it, Western, if yeah. you will. And it, it just works really well. Um, it, it's a little 
discerning sometimes when you see someone's head kind of out of proportion yeah. than the rest of them. But I just completely accept it on this show. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I You know, I'm really liking the space battles. That's what I always liked as a kid. Yeah. And we're getting it here. Mm-hmm. And when those ships are flying around, you're just like, whoa. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, had I known we were going to talk about the Clone Wars, I would have pulled up episode guide or something. But um, I don't think we need to. You know what no. would be kind of fun to do on GSC maybe one of these days, I was thinking? What's that? Do a uh, – and maybe we could do it with, with the Clone Wars uh, or a movie – Make it an extra special episode that isn't in iTunes that you have actually have to go to geekiestshowever.com to download. And it would be a long podcast, but it would be commentary to a movie. So we would literally sit here. Watch the movie. Watch the movie and talk about it as we're watching it. So we're going to do the director's type of commentary. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we so the listeners would have to listen to the podcast. Well, they didn't have to, but it would help. Mm-hmm. And watch the movie at the same time. Yeah. I think that would be fun. That would be a geeky show to do. Um, that actually but, works. As long as it's not Spider-Man 3, I'm oh not good God. for anything. Well, although that <laughs> then might again, be funny. That might be fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, although I don't want the listeners to have to watch Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. 3. Oh. Here comes Sandman, best character in the whole movie. <laughs> yep. And, and he, there's his five minutes of space time, or yeah. air time. Um, that was a good movie, by the way. You see the one sitting there on the table? Oh, I didn't know you'd watched it. Yeah, I bought it. Uh, wow. Hot Tub Time Machine. That good, I, huh? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I wasn't going to buy it, but I, I was there. And uh, this one has the, the regular DVD, the Blu-ray, and a digital copy. Hmm. And it was on sale. So I was like, oh, okay. I think the regular price was, what, twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, at Best Buy. But they yeah. had it on sale for 15 Ah. And I was like, no, oh, what the heck. But I bought that at the same time as I bought um, Lego Harry Potter, year one through four. I knew you were going to buy that. Uh, well, you started know, playing it yet or not? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I've been talking to my wife during the day when I'm working, and I'm like, well, what are you doing? And her and Brooke, Brooke is going to be seven next week. And is out of school now. Is out of school summer. They've been playing. Lego Harry Potter? Yeah. Uh, um, Brooke kind of grew up with the with the Lego games at home, the video yeah. games, not the actual Lego. She didn't she didn't care about that, but she's she plays Lego Batman, Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Star Wars. Um, they've got a Lego Star Wars, the Clone Wars coming out. Yeah, and it's got a new graphics engine, which I heard is going to make it look even mm-hmm. better. But so far, I'm really digging. But I'm I'm a huge Potter fan. Yeah, I, I and they based the game aesthetically more on the movies than they did, you know, the book. Right. And I think it works really well. Um, if you've played any of the, the Lego games, you can play this one because it's all the mechanics are the same. Mm-hmm. That Some characters can do, like if it's a shiny metal thing, you know, there's going to be a spell or a character that can get through that. Yeah. The other ones can. Every time I see that, I think, oh, okay, I need the exploding Batman character. But <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not in this game. Um, I, it's just a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. It's, but it's hard for me because I want to play it, but I also want to go back and play more of Red Dead Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Which I did. I we talk about that yet? We did not talk about it. I figured you would probably pick it up because you are a Western fan to um, some degree. To some degree, good Western. Good Western. Um, and I, you also like the open sandbox. So. And, and it's also done by Rockstar, who's yeah. the same company who does Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And it is exactly what I thought it would be. It's basically Grand Theft Auto in the Old West. 
But unlike the Grand Theft Auto games where they just it's it's just this big narrative and then you just do whatever you, play you want. Through, yeah. And you can be bad or good and it really doesn't affect anything. Not mm-hmm. really. Um in Red Dead Redemption, you want to be good. The game doesn't outright punish you for doing bad stuff, but there's just something about the way they crafted this game that makes you want to do good. Uh, you want this character to be likable. Um, but it, it's it's different than Grand Theft Auto. I mean, you can go up and steal a horse, but then your honor goes down. Yeah, Posses will come after you. But you don't want that to happen. Not because it's not fun. It's just there's something about the character and the narrative and everything that goes around this world that it just feels more natural to be a good guy. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll do something bad on by mistake. Like I went up, I thought it was my horse. So I jumped on the horse and it was somebody else's horse and they started shooting at me. And I was, ah, <laughs> so I yeah. took off and I'm still on that guy's mm-hmm. horse. And, of course, a posse starts coming after me because the law saw me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I was so like, it, it was a mistake. I thought it, it's just a brown horse. I thought it was my brown horse. Go back to last save. Go back to last save. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, there is a randomness in the game that's very fun. Um, probably for the first two to four hours of playing this game, I was just wandering around shooting deer and, and trying to find the wolves and shooting the wolves, and then you skin them. Doesn't really show it, but you yeah, know what's going yeah. on. Well, it gives you the kind of a, a down up perspective. So you're on the ground looking up as your character as he's skinning the animal. So it doesn't actually show the actual skinning, but this kind of splattery stuff hits the screen. Yeah. So you know he's skinning an animal. And my wife's like, "Do you really want the kids to see that?" And I'm like, "Well, they're not actually seeing it. It's just kind of represented, but." Where do you think we get our meat? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you don't like this, then we should probably become vegetarians. Um, but so I was doing a lot of that, and it's weird, but it's fun because you skin these animals and stuff, and then you go to the general store and you sell the stuff that you, you know, right. what you've got. If you shoot like, a, oh, I don't know, a dog, or if you accidentally kill a horse and skin that, it's not worth that much. But a wolf pelt is worth a lot of money, so you yeah. want to go look for the wolf. Even better than the wolf is, I know there's bears in the game, but I haven't come across one yet, um, is cougars. Mm-hmm. The problem is they're very fast, <laughs> yeah. and you don't know that they're there until the last second, and they they will kill you yeah. quick. Um, it, it's funny because I was skinning an animal, and it's kind of a quick time thing where it pulls back. You can't actually stop it from skinning the yeah. animal once you start you can't control your characters. This little animation. But I thought, okay, as long as that's happening, nothing else is going to happen. Oh, no, that's not true. I was skinning a wolf, and a cougar came and killed me while oh, I was skinning sheesh. it. I couldn't believe it. And all you hear right before it, and you're like, oh, it's a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> and you just start shooting like crazy. And uh, you, you learn to hate cats in that game. <laughs> like, oh, God, damn cougar. I, w- I, w- I took a bounty, and this guy was up on these hills. So I started going up there, and uh, I had killed everybody but him. Mm-hmm. Now, you can either take him dead or alive. And I thought, I'm going to get this guy alive. And up to this point, I hadn't been able to do that. Up to this point, every time I'd try to get someone alive, it really wouldn't work, and I had to kill him. Really? And I thought, okay, I finally know how to use my rope. I'm going to get this. I'm going to shoot him in the leg so he can't run away. 
and then I'm going to rope him up, put him on my horse, and take him back. This is going to be sweet. I'll make 240 bucks instead of 120 for him dead. So I shoot him in the leg. All of his buddies are not dead, and he's kind of up on this hill a little bit, so I'm, i got to go up the hill. So as soon as I put my rifle away, I hear, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, so this <clears throat> cougar flies out at me. <laughs> Chad's going to cough here. I, I know I'm going to cough here. But. <laughs> this cougar jumps out. And kills me. And I'm just like, oh. Just when you put your rifle away. And Yeah, right. But you can uh, leave bait to attract it. And depending mm-hmm. on what's prevalent in the area, you'll, you know, wolves will come or cougars will come. Yeah. And then you stand back a little bit while they come out and you shoot them. doesn't always work out that way. But that's what I was trying. Mm-hmm. So I, I went back. After I died, I went back and I got him again. And I killed him. And Or no, I took him alive. It was my first yeah. one that I took alive. But later in the game, maybe, I don't know, 10 bounties later, there was another guy that was hanging in the same area. So I got this brilliant idea. I went in, and uh, I kind of snuck up on a guy that was helping him, part of his group mm-hmm. or whatever, and I put some bait down, and I ran. And sure enough, a cougar came and attacked all the guys and killed everybody. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. They were all starting to shoot at the cougar, and then the cougar was running after them. I was like, I didn't know you could do this. This is awesome. <laughs> um, people will try to uh, uh, trick you, thieves in the game. Mm-hmm. It looks like their wagon's broken down, so you'll stop to help them because they're like, help me, help me. Because random people will come up to you wa- wanting help. And if you help them, you get a reward. You get yeah. money or fame or whatever, honor. And uh, sometimes you do that, and it's an ambush. It's bad guys will attack you, and yeah. you've got to fight your way out of there. And uh, there's this one time where I, I stopped to help someone, and this guy stole my horse. So, of course, I shot him in the back because mm-hmm. he's riding away on my horse. I don't lose honor for that because he was stealing horse. Yeah. Right. But one of the neat things about this game is if your horse isn't right with you, you push a button and your character whistles and the horse comes running. Mm-hmm. And the more longer you have your horse, the more loyal he is to you. So I had this one guy jump me. I didn't even know he was going to do it. And rode off with my horse while I was in a town. Mm-hmm. And he went around a building, so I couldn't shoot him. I'm like, a dude just stole my horse. So I ran around the building, and I could see him, but he was really too far away for me to shoot. But then I pushed the button to whistle for my horse, mm-hmm. and my horse bucked the guy off and came back. I was cool. like, that was the coolest thing right there. <laughs> so now I'm walking around like, someone priest tried to steal my horse again. I want to do that again. <laughs> and of course, no one does. Yeah. But um, So if you can't tell, I, I really like Red Dead Redemption a lot. But I have to say, for just family time, i got to give it up to Harry Potter Lego. Yeah. You know, after the kids were asleep last night, and, of course, my wife played it two-player with my daughter a lot yesterday. She's done that again today. Yeah. Um, I told her, this was like 9.30, I said, well, I'm going to play Harry Potter a little bit. And uh, she actually came in there, and she didn't play with me, but she was like, oh, go over there. I saw something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'll go over there. You know what that's yeah. like. And that's kind of fun, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, we kind of leapfrog each other. I'll be ahead, and then the next day they'll play it and get ahead of me, and then I'll play it and get ahead of them again. So I know tonight when I play it again, if I do, and I will. Who am I kidding? Yeah. They're going to be, you know, percentage points ahead of me. You know, I'm, I think I, when I ended the game last night, I was at 7% complete. They're going to be at, like, 10%. <laughs> so yeah. now i got to catch up to that point and get to stuff that she hasn't seen. But... I you know I, I really like video games. I'm looking forward to next week. Crackdown two comes out. Yeah. And uh, I I downloaded the demo, and it gives you 20 minutes 
and then at the end of the t- 20 minutes, you're done. So and what are the improvements to the initial crackdown? <sighs> it, it's too early to tell. Mm. At nighttime in certain parts of the city, the citizens turn into zombies. Really? That, so that's kind of cool. I know you can fly helicopters in the game. Um, I know they, they put a lot of emphasis on the multiplayer, but I'm not really interested in the multiplayer myself. I suck at multiplayer games. Right. Those Same little 13-year-olds. And I, and I, don't enjoy, I don't enjoy playing multiplayer no. either. So. Well, I, I take that back. I have enjoyed playing Red Dead Redemption a little bit in multiplayer. Oh, really? Yeah. I get killed a lot, but I kill a lot too, so it kind of works it up. There's really no way to cheat. They might find a better gun, but all the guns are scattered across the town that you can yeah. go and get. Um, so that it, that's not too bad. I don't mind Red Dead Redemption, but in a game like Crackdown 2, there's going to be players that's just been playing it 40 hours straight, and they're just mm-hmm. going to waste me, so why even bother? I just want a good single-player fun game. Right. Um, so I'll pick that up next week, too, because, I, I, as you know, I love the first Crackdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. But that's probably going to be the last new game I'm going to buy for a while. I doubt that. No, there's not a whole lot else coming out. Really? No. Mm-mm. No, I've looked at the schedule, and there was only three games that I was looking forward to until fall, mm-hmm. basically, until the Christmas season. Which are? And, well, it was Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Kind of. That one was on a, I don't know if I'm going to get it or not, and I did, and it was great. Uh, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for two years for Harry Potter. Right. And, um, and Crackdown 2. So they're all here. Now, there is a Halo game coming out. But I so think, you aren't at all interested in getting StarCraft 2, then? Well, I don't have to buy that. Oh. The Blizzard. I'm on Blizzard's PR list. Yeah. And they send me games for free. So. Ah, nice. Um, but I don't play the massive multiplayer online. So even though they were sending me all the World of Warcraft, I wasn't playing them. Right. And I, I actually, my cousin gave me his copy of World of Warcraft so I could load it on my Mac. But then you still it. have to pay the monthly fee. And yeah. And, and, and he's like, well, you can play the first month and it's free and you see if you like it. And I'm like, no, I don't have any interest in doing it. No, I didn't either. Um, and I still don't. I When I reviewed the game when it first came out, I gave it low marks and said no one's going to pay, at the time, 15 bucks a month to play this. <laughs> I think I might have been wrong on that yeah. one. But... I just don't have a lot of interest personally. Yeah. It, it's one of those that I go, mm, yeah, I could see the appeal, but just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but StarCraft Two, on the other hand, yeah, I I, I yeah. want that. That comes out next, well, actually this month, July. Yeah, July 27th, so that's so, the end of July. End of this month, I will get it, but I don't have to pay for it. So Have they released the system requirements for that yet? Um, I don't think so. Because that's that's, that may be the big holdout for me is that I don't have... The latest and greatest Mac yeah. or PC. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, it, it's really not – I played the beta. Yeah. And it's really not the kind of game that you, it has to have the super textures and all that. Mm-hmm. It, I The first StarCraft was what, 12 years ago? Whew. 1998. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 12 years yeah. ago. Um, it feels like the same game just with a lot of improvements and it looks a lot better. But it doesn't feel like it's 12 years advanced. Right. So I, you probably will need an Intel machine, so your old Power yeah. Mac G5 isn't going to work. No, and probably the uh, MacBook won't work either, even though it is an Intel machine. It has the integrated graphics chip in it. So it I, might, though. Yeah. It might. We'll just have to see. I mean, yeah. you know, um, you might have to buy a new Mac just to play it. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's that's my next debate is that, you know, I was looking at what, what kind of Mac to get next, or, or do I just go to a new, another laptop and just get rid of the box altogether but then 
now they release a new Mac Mini. That new Mac Mini is pretty cool too. I and got that's what I was thinking time. is that maybe I would get that and then use. It'll the, work with your. You got to get an adapter to work with your monitor. But yeah, but, you, I, but I have a but I have the adapter. No, it it oh, needs, needs a, a yeah. different one. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Or you can finally upgrade your television to an HD television because you're going to need to do that here pretty soon. Yeah, and you can go HDMI off the Mac Mini, mm-hmm. so you can literally your computer would literally be in your television. Yeah, get a wireless mouse and keyboard. And you could be sitting in the basement where your mm-hmm. entertainment center is on a big, you know, forty-two inch television, and it's your computer monitor. Yeah. That might be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's something to consider. But right now, I, I I just need to look at updating my Mac platform. So. Yeah, <clears throat> it's it's one of those things that. Which way do you go? Do you go with a laptop because then it's portable and you could sit in any room? But then you sacrifice screen real estate, and if it's ostensibly to play StarCraft, you want as big a monitor as possible mm-hmm. to play. Yeah. If if you're looking at Okay, I, I want it, it's StarCraft. That's really the reason. Yeah. Then I would probably suggest an iMac with a good twenty to twenty-four inch monitor. That could be good too. I don't think yeah. you need the thirty-inch monitor. I think that's overkill. Well, I've already got the other screen, so I could have both those. You can. Um, how often do you still use your desktop machine? Well, I, actually, I, I use it every morning, basically to just watch movies. Watch movies. Watch, watch Clone Wars and uh, and interface with uh, iTunes so I can download podcasts and uh, manage content on my iPod Touch. And I still will do emails through it, although a lot of emails I actually do through my iPod Touch now. It's, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I'm kind of looking at replacing my iMac here pretty soon. Um, probably in September, I think. Wow. And... I'm debating whether I'm going to go with a Mac Pro because if I go with a Mac Pro, I got to go back to using just my 23-inch monitor. Whereas with my current iMac, I can use both monitors at the same time. Um, I'm I just keep feeling like I'm I'm hitting my head against the ceiling with the with the iMac. Yeah, I've been doing a lot more stuff on it lately, so I I don't know. If I go the iMac route, I'm probably only going to get like a 24-inch monitor. I think the 30-inch monitors are just overkill. Yeah. Um, I am plenty happy with the cinema display. I mean, even though it's an older cinema display, I, I am. That's the screen that's real got a nice, that I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a, that's a 23-inch monitor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My problem is, as my media library grows, I don't like entrusting all this data that only exists there on external drives. Plus, they're a little slower. Mm-hmm. If I go with a Mac Pro, I can just start loading that sucker out with right. terabyte after terabyte of hard drives that's just copying each other. Mm-hmm. It, it knocks the clutter down off my desk. The machine itself goes underneath. Yeah. So, but I don't know. You know, I've, I've had towers forever. And it, it's, it, it could go either way. I just don't know. I don't know what to do yet. Yeah. I mean, with the iMac, the... Uh, my biggest problem with it, honestly, is the super drive is dead. It will Already? still it will still read, but I can't burn right. any DVDs yeah. or anything to it. Well, I've got another burner that I can use, so it's not really that big of an issue. Still, but still, it's like, geez, yeah, it's because, out of warranty. Because yeah, I've got a super drive on my G5, and it still works. Yeah, well, I, it's just one of those fluke things that happen. Yeah, and it, it does happen. I know. And I could re- I could have it fixed, but. I don't want to spend any money on it, to be honest. I, how often do I do, burn DVDs? 
plus I have an external USB super drive. So yeah. if I need to burn a movie, it's you know yeah. I plug it into this instead of that. Um, but it, when it comes down to ports, how many ports I have and storage space, I think a Mac Pro would probably be a better choice. But for you, especially the, for some of some of the work that you do, because yeah, you do video and yeah, you do a lot more video work. You do a lot more. You take a lot more photographs you have a lot more media content than i do so but to to have the setup that i want i'm gonna to have to get another monitor as well because yeah. i'm really used to two monitors at this point and uh, i like the glossy screen and the other one's a matte so yeah i don't know it's just it's one of those things that i haven't decided what i want to do yet now that the wife is on a newer computer and mm-hmm. you know it's time for tim to get one <laughs> yeah. i won't count that computer over there because it's my work machine. yeah and i know my wife is is basically taking over the macbook and she's very happy with it you know she she still likes the uh keyboard interface she likes the ability to you know pull it open and pop it open it just it sits down there on her kitchen table and that's what she uses every day now how big of a draw is the ipad for you then i think for me personally i it's it's a draw I, i i still would like to have one and i think um for Kim, she doesn't see it as a draw because she's like, well, I have everything I want on my laptop. And Only because she hasn't used one on a regular basis. Yeah. As soon as you start using it, yeah, and, and by t- everything she does, you, she would do an iPad. Yeah, and yeah, everything she does, she could do on an iPad. And I think her, the one frustrating thing for her is, you know, she has used my iPod Touch on occasion, but she just doesn't get it's it. It's too small. It's too small, and she doesn't get the whole touch interface thing. How do I get back to where I was? You push the button. Right. Well, what do I do now? How do I turn this off? You push the button on the top. Yeah. You know, and so I, she doesn't, she's not it's used to the touch interface, but, you know, it, it's just like, um, you know, the, the, the two-finger scrolling. Right. You know, once you've used a MacBook and you get used to the two-finger scrolling, the two-finger interface. You can't use another one. Yeah, you can't use another one. You just, you know, even my, my Dell at work that I have, you know, if I'm just using the laptop, you know, away from my actual dock. You know, I I still will like want to stroke it with two fingers to scroll down a page, and I'm like, crap, I can't scroll down a page. You know, I've got piece of crap. <laughs> use the arrow key. <laughs> I actually have says. to mouse over to the arrow on the window browser and click a button. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once you get used to something like that, it's just it's hard not to have it anymore. You know, the funny thing is, and I said this a long time ago. Well, a long time ago when the iPad first came out. After about two weeks of using the iPad, it made my iPhone seem less cool. Yeah. And while that's still true, less true now because I've you, you see yeah. what I got sitting there, right? Um, which is the I, iPhone four. Um, I'm using the two devices in completely different ways. Mm-hmm. I hardly ever play a game on my iPhone anymore because it's just too small. Whereas the iPad <laughs> is so much bigger. You have all the screen real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, your fingers could be on the screen and it's not in the way. Yeah, and that makes a huge difference. Um, I just really like I, I read all the time on it, and I and I got to be honest with you, Chad. Browsing the internet on the iPad, I don't know if it is, but it feels so much faster than on a computer. Yeah, and you hold it so much closer to your face than you do a laptop mm-hmm. or a computer monitor, because there's a distance. I mean, sitting here from my monitor, <coughs> this is about the distance that I sit yeah. when I'm working, right? And it's about a foot and a half, two foot. Yeah. Now, it's a big monitor. Now, with the iPad, I'm holding it right here, which is literally, you know, 12 inches from my yeah. face. And it feels huge. 
And I really like it. And that's it's, what I think, you know, Kim would find if we got an iPad. Oh, it would she only would, take her hours. It would take her hours. And, and I think what she would be impressed with is the ability to get on line yep. as quickly as she wants to. So, you know, it's not a matter of, okay, I have to boot up and I have to keep it up because nope. I don't want to have to shut it down because then I have to boot up again or I have to put it in sleep mode and we yep. have to come back. And You just slide a button. Yep. And you don't touch have to the screen that. and it's on. That well, and, and frankly, she does not use uh, she doesn't use the client to download email. She she manages all her email through the web through the web, yeah, the Comcast website. And you can but, still do that. Yeah, I mean, I think she would have a lot easier time using the iPad. Number yeah. one, the screen's a lot better. You wouldn't think it would be, but it really is. Yeah, um, and it gives you an intimacy to whatever you're doing on it because it's so much closer to you. And you're, you literally feel like you're touching mm-hmm. what you're doing. And it makes this a huge difference. Well, and just, just simple things. Like, you know, when she takes photographs when we go on vacation, she wants to show her parents, you know, yeah, I can download them on my iPod, but that doesn't do any good for them. But, and it's only a three-inch screen, yeah. yeah. So it's it's either she brings a laptop and she has to show them pictures and or try you to print them through. Or you, or you print them. Right. And with, with an iPad... She can download them to the iPad. She can make them eight and a half by, well, you know. You don't have to. You just download them to the, it does that automatically. Right. But it still displays in a larger. You hit hit the button that says slideshow and it goes right through them. Yep. I mean, that's the way it's, it's a game changer. It really is. Um, Don't want to turn this into a Mac or a Apple show. Yeah, we're kind of going there, but we'll stop now. Yeah, we'll stop. So is there, I haven't seen Toy Story 3 yet. Neither have I. I, I, uh, Kim and I have both discussed it, but we just haven't had time to go see it. That's the same thing here. This weekend, I'm hoping to get to the sighting on my house. Yeah. But this weekend is the uh, Battle Creek International Balloon Championships. Mm -hmm. So my wife and I are going to be taking the kids out there tomorrow night or Tonight, depending on yeah. when they're listening to the show, Friday. And so it's kind of almost, and then I'm supposed to on the weekend start doing that. But on Saturday is the baseball game at Bailey Park where they're having all the fireworks for the 4th of July. Yeah, and we'll be out there for that too. Yep. Okay. Um, so we're going to be there. Because mm-hmm. we don't like going to the airport and the balloon fest for the and fireworks. We, I, I, they, it's a great display, but it's Kim and I are the same way. We're tired of... Driving out there, finding a place it. to park, and then having to deal with the traffic on the way back. Whereas yeah. Bailey Park for us is what two miles, mile yeah. and a half from our house. So. Yeah, it's about the same for me. Yeah, it's just right down the street. I mean, we could yeah. walk it. In fact, I did walk it when Obama was there. We rode bikes and chained them, but that's how we got there too. Yeah, with Obama. it was just yeah. right. I mean, why fight the traffic? Just yeah. walk down there from our houses. Um, so that's what we're going to do. So basically. I don't think I'm going to get to see Toy Story 3 this weekend either. Yeah. My daughter really wants to go, but it's just like every day there's something else. You know, by the time I get home from work and we eat dinner and, well, it's hour and a half to bedtime. Yeah. So, I, but I'm dying to see it. Is there any other big movies coming up that you're looking forward to? Um, I will probably go see The Last Airbender with my cousin Matt because he's he was a fan of the cartoon. He was looking forward to the live action, and chances are his wife won't want to go see it, so... I told him that he and I would go see it. And I, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing it, too. So. It looks fun. Um, I think that's going to be a rental for me, Yeah, honestly. I haven't seen anything, any previews that really just made me super excited yet. Um, over the next two years, I know there's going to be a lot of movies. Thor, mm-hmm. The Avengers. Um, I, I've heard rumors that they're going to reboot The Hulk. Who knows? They're going to reboot. Time? Yeah, I know. They're going to reboot Spider-Man, which... Okay. They're going to put him back in high school. That's fine. Uh, um, I wish they wouldn't reboot. I wish they would just continue, but just get new actors. Yep. Uh, I am. I did see the previews for Green Hornet. 
And that oh, looks really? pretty funny. Have you seen that yet? No. Well, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll show you that, Chad, and then we'll talk about it. Okay, Chad, we just watched three trailers, actually. Two video game trailers and uh, the Green Hornet. What did yeah. you think of the Green Hornet? Uh, surprised that Seth Rogen's playing the Green Hornet, and yet uh, I actually kind of liked what I saw. I know. I was, too. I, you know, when I saw that the trailer came up, I thought, oh, I'll watch it, but I'm really not expecting anything, and... If anything, it's just going to confirm to me that this is just a piece of crap. Um, although I have to say that most things Seth Rogen is in, I enjoy. Yeah, me too. Um, but then I watched the trailer for The Green Hornet, January 2011, and wow, it looks good. Yeah. It, it was funny. It was exciting. It was everything I like in movies. Yep. So you're going to go see it? I think I will go see it. And I, I kind of like the fact that, you know, I don't think they actually blew their wad with the trailer. No, I don't think so. Uh, they, I think they give you just enough. To pique yeah. your interest, um, what do you think about the guy playing Cato? I mean, who can play Bruce Lee? But I think he kind of did oh, a really I good liked, job. I actually liked Cato character. What I saw, I don't know who that actor is, but yeah. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and he does. It, it looks like he's pretty much playing the straight man, but he doesn't. Does well, they, the they did the same thing in the TV yeah. series. Cato was always the badass, yeah. and he was always the straight one. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other two now. We don't know if this is picking up, but uh, I'm moving offices. This, I'm going to have a better studio. Yeah. Uh, three floors down. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in the basement next to the vault. Uh, the, and that will happen the next time we record Geekiest Show ever. But in the meantime, they're doing some... Um, Cleaning and prep work for a new office next door. Yeah. So if you hear any vacuum or people talking, that's why. Um, it's not going to be the norm. And I'm not going to get angry or blow my stack about it because... You know, this is the last time we're going to be up here. Yeah. Um, the other two trailers that we watched, we'll, we'll take them in order. Star Wars: The Old Republic. It's a video game coming out. Go ahead. Fantastic trailer. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. If, if you haven't seen it, then please do so because it really is a great geeky thing to see. I, just, I wish it was a movie, to be honest, instead I, of I a video too. game. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw that and I was just like. There's so many moments in that trailer where you're like, whoa. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, it takes place, what, 4,000 or 7,000 years ago in Star Wars mythos. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on Alderaan, which we know is destroyed in A New Hope. Right. Um, something called the Empire, which I didn't really like. I was like, really? you got to use the Empire. Yeah, just, just call them the Sith Lords. Yeah, the Sith Lords are attacking the planet, and there's a lot of them, too. Yeah. And you see uh, these troopers, which I don't know why they have to look like clone troopers or stormtroopers, but they do. But mm-hmm. they're obviously the good guys. Yep. And they're fighting against the Sith and robots, basically, droids. Yeah. And it was just spot on everything. I mean, the sound, yeah. the action. And uh, you think it's going one way until a Jedi shows up who's extremely bad. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she was awesome. Um, I like I said, I wish it was a movie and not a trailer for a video game. Yeah. Um, but it looked awesome. Yep. The other one, The Force Unleashed Two, takes place between Episode Three and Four. Now, this is the second part of uh, uh, the the first Force Unleashed. I I think I played the demo and it was pretty cool, but I just just couldn't get into it, mm-hmm. so I didn't buy the game. I might go back and buy the game. The problem is I wa- I cheated. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I went to the YouTube, and I watched the cinematic 
parts of that game yeah. in order. I think there was like 18 of them. Wow. And I watched them from start to finish to kind of just to see the story. Yeah. And it was really good. And I thought, I kind of want to play the game now, but uh, maybe eventually. I'll wait yeah. till it's cheap. And uh, it's getting to the point now where I could probably pick it up for 10 bucks. So. Sure. But uh, so I didn't play it. Not really. Didn't have any expectations for The Force Unleashed 2 until it opens with the main character in chains surrounded by stormtroopers and Darth Vader standing there. Yeah. Usually I don't like anybody to do the Vader voice other than James Earl Jones because that's Darth Vader. Right. But whoever they got to do the voice, I... Pretty spot on. I, I, I accepted it. Yeah. And plus he can't... James Earl Jones cannot be the only one who does this voice forever. Otherwise, right. when he dies... Or gets too old to do the voice. What, we just don't get Vader in anything? So we got to just kind of move on with the voice. Mm-hmm. But the guy who did the voice, I think, did a really good job. Yep. And, um, I, I, you know, it's Vader. It's Stormtroopers. It's the Empire theme music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I got the, It's the little of the Stormtrooper microphones yeah. when they talk. Or to go. Yeah. I, I, it was just perfect. It was spot on. And talk about a badass. Whoa. I mean, that was impressive. So, once again, I have to say, man, I wish this, as much as we talked about for the first half of the show, uh, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and Mm -hmm. as much as I dig it, I want what I just saw on television every week. That's what I want. awesome. Something that takes place between episode three and four, where we have Darth Vader, where we have the Empire where we have stormtroopers, mm-hmm. where we have a rebellion. That's yeah. what I want. And I think that's what everybody wants. I mean, that's the exciting time. In this stuff. There's 20 years between um, episode three and episode four. Right. Although they never really say how old Luke Skywalker is, but he's a young man. Right. He's not a teenager anymore. Mm-hmm. But he's a young adult, doesn't know what he's going to do with his life. He wants to go off to school, blah, 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 blah. So we have 20 years worth of stories that we can explore with Darth Vader, the Emperor, Mara Jade, uh, Han Solo, the Manilian Falcon, Lando Calrissian. The Rebellion. Darth Vader. (laughs) I mean, there's so much. You know, Alderaan, we could see Alderaan because it's not destroyed yet. Mm Mm-hmm. was we talked about this on an early episode? Was Obi Wan Kenobi just hiding out in the desert the whole time, or did he go on adventures during this twenty year history? I gotta imagine he probably did. He had to have something to do with the formation of the rebellion. Uh, and was Yoda just hanging out on Dagobah the whole time? There's so much twenty years worth of history that we know nothing about. Yeah, that I would love to see. In better in in the CGI that we saw for the Force Unleashed, that kind of artwork, mm-hmm. which is for a video game, so you know they can oh, do yeah. it. Um, I would love to see that. I really, yeah. I I would, I'd pay money to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I would too. Um, so I'm hoping that I know that Lucas Arts is working on a live action Star Wars show that's going to be on prime time. It's going to be an hour. It's going to be live action, which means it's not animation. It's no. people. Uh, and that is the period that it's set in, that 20-year history. I'm looking forward to that, but there's only so much they can do action-wise without spending $5 million per episode. Right. Whereas what we just saw would be just perfect. I mean, I think it, it looks good. Mm-hmm. They can We can have all kinds of space battles and special effects because 
it's it's all special effects when you get right down to it. Right. That's what I want to see, Chad. Yep. And I'm I'm right with you. I I think it should be an interesting time. Not just uh, not just because of the action and the formation of the rebellion, but I think politically, it's it's you can you've got a lot of angles to cover. Absolutely. I mean, and Bail Organa, of course, is still in the Senate. Yep. There's still some semblance of a Senate. Yeah, that's not because, dissolved until the beginning of episode four. Yeah. Where you know he says he's dissolved the Senate and yeah, what he can't do that and what uh, mm-hmm. you know that there's a lot of history that politics. The whole is there Jedi springing up because you know they didn't all die during the purge, right? And I agree. I and that's one of the things that I think has been kind of neat about uh, the Clone Wars that you do actually see some of the other Jedi masters. I, they don't get. I, I wish they would give them more attention than they do. They do more in the second mm-hmm. season. Do they? Yeah, yeah, the guy with the tusks, um, oh, um, with the basically a, yeah. a, a thane on his face. Yeah, you see a lot of him in the second series, second season. And I can't think of his name, but... Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's an interesting character. Yeah. And we see how he dies in... Yeah, episode, third, yeah, yeah, episode, episode three. Three, um, yeah. But he gets a lot of face time. He gets killed flying a a, a fighter. Yeah, Jedi fighter. Yeah. Yep. Um, gets shot in the back. Yep. Well, almost everybody did. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting characters that... <laughs> I know it seems like we're talking about Star Wars a whole lot on this episode, but there's just a lot of stuff going on in this universe, and we're yeah. not even talking about any new movies or anything. Right. We're just talking about, you know, the expanded universe, I guess you'd say. And honestly, it's the last five years of Star Wars has been some of the best that we've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, I almost wish Lucas didn't do those movies, but those movies did allow us to have what we're having now. So, you know, we got at least thinking for that i suppose right so i think we ought to probably wrap this show up chad i know you want to get home and eat and so do i um we're going to be back in two weeks yep we're uh going to have um one of the original hosts of the geekiest show ever on david cohen i know it looking forward to it so he said he was going to be here so we'll put it out there publicly and i know david's listening so now he can't back out true we'll record a day early though so that won't be a big deal no for me okay for you no i'm fine with me yeah i already responded so i'm fine with that okay cool so i'm looking forward to uh speaking with david cohen he hasn't been on the geekiest show ever for a couple months and i'm looking forward to talking to him too it was nice to hear him on uh episode 299 of the map my mac, my mac show yep. yep um the my mac podcast number 300 just came out yesterday yep i'm uh halfway through it's entertaining yeah it's, i enjoyed it i finished listening to it today so. yep uh, tomorrow I'll record a OWC radio. Excellent. And a, like I said, we'll be back in two weeks with David Cohen. We'll put this out for David Cohen. Whatever we talk about, David, is up to you. <laughs> yeah, you can bring the topic, David. <laughs> you got two weeks to come up with a topic, dude. <laughs> in the meantime, if you want to contact us, send us email. You can send it to tim at mymac.com or Chad Perry at mymac.com. We should probably get better email addresses. Yeah. Yeah, something for the show, you know. Well, I mean, We need to kind of start separating Geekiest Show Ever from my Mac. Well, true. I mean, I own both, but, yeah, you know, it's – I want the, I want the Geekiest Show Ever to have its own identity. Yeah. And um, I think it's finally doing that now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's It's not something that we're doing – on an off week from the MyMac show. Right. I'm not doing the MyMac show anymore. No, so Neither am I. And uh, although in, in some respects it is kind of like, and we just talked about this going back in the old days because we started the MyMac podcast and now we're doing this. Yeah. 
Um, I think that's fun, though. I'm enjoying it. You I do. hope you are, too. I am. So we'll see you guys in two weeks. Love you to send some email our way, and we'll uh, read it here on the show. See ya. See ya. Okay, we actually had to uh, change something. We're going to be back in three weeks, Chad. Yeah, I checked my schedule, discussed it with Tim, and yes, it is actually the 21st we will be recording the next Geekiest Show ever. And that works out because usually we record on Thursdays. We're recording this one on Thursday, uh, July 1st. The next one we were supposed to record would be on July 15th. Unfortunately, Chad and I are both married. No, that's not the unfortunate (laughs) part. That's the good part. Yeah. But unfortunately for us, on the 14th, the day before we're supposed to record, we'll be in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Michigan. I guess Michigan. Michigan. Uh, and we're probably not going to get back early. It's going to be a late night for both yeah. of us. We probably won't be back till one in the morning yep. because we're going to see Star Wars in concert. Yet more Star Wars. Stuff. Awesome. Um, let me pull this up right here. Uh, I've got our tickets still sitting there right where I put them. Oh, and I keep forgetting this, but I do have it for you. So, Oh, what do you got? Oh, money? Yeah. <laughs> Chance is reaching into his wallet. I'm like, hey. Well, I got this for you, too. <laughs> let me get in my pocket here. Hey, hey zip up, pal. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. Um, if anybody lives in West Michigan or wants to make a trip, I'm sure there's probably seats available. Wednesday, July 14th, 7 p.m., uh, Van Andel Arena, Star Wars in concert. If you're going to go, Rick Stringer, um, let us know. We'd love to, to meet up with you guys before or after the show, or at least for a little while. You can find more details at StarWarsInConcert.com. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, the reason we, we came back to record this is the next show is going to be in three weeks, not two. And um, the nice thing is we'll record a show right after that again. Yeah. So we'll have two shows back to back, but we're going to take one week off. And we'll have uh, David Cohen with us. Absolutely. Maybe I'll record a little bit of Star Wars in concert on my new iPhone 4 in stunning 720 HD and post that up at Geekiest Show Ever or something. <laughs> That would be cool. All right, we're out of here. See you guys. See ya.